This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. somebody's cheating. Cheater, cheater. Well, we'll tell you who it is. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Mm. Uh, who is the Royal Cheetah? Prince Will Yuck. Oh. Not Will Yum. Got yeah, it. See what I did yeah, there? I do. Prince William. No. Okay. So, yesterday, I'm going to take you on a journey, but this all has to do with rumors about Prince William cheating and why nobody's talking about it, even though everybody's talking about it. It and they're also talking about how nobody's talking about it. It's a lot. Let me start at the beginning. Let's unpack that. Um, Allegedly, Prince William is cheating on Kate, the Duchess, with a lady um, who has another title, which you've probably never heard of, uh, the Marchioness. She is, or I should say, she is a Marchioness, and that's not like a lady from from Mars. Mars? (laughs) Although it sounds very the lead. It's uh, it looks like Marchioness, but Mm -hmm. it's Marchioness of. Shalmandalay. She sounds, sounds like a fancy, party, right? She's very fancy. Anyway, I'll get to her in a moment and what what's really going on. But so I'm sitting there on Twitter yesterday and I see that Prince William is trending and people are talking about Prince William trending. I'm like, is he dead? What happened? I mean, you never know right? when somebody's trending. Yeah. And uh, then I look and I see, oh no, they're uh, they're talking about him cheating. And I was like, whoa, is this like, did he get caught like in a scandal? A royal scandal of epic proportions that we heretofore were not aware of? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- why is this trending now? Well, it had to do for a number of reasons, but chief among them, people were pointing out there were some like, like, oh, Prince William cheats. Nobody talks about it. Yet Meghan, um, you know, meanwhile, so much as walks out of a castle and she's being slut shamed left, right yeah. and center. So that seemed like a double standard to a lot of people. Um, But I was more curious about like, well, where do these cheating rumors come from, right? Like, are they legit cheating rumors or is this just, you know, like, like, where is this coming from? So then I'm uh, Googling around and it turns out the sun has said something about this um, alleged uh, infidelity a while ago. Apparently in March, the sun reported that there was a feud between um, the Marchioness of Chamandale Rose, we're going to call her Rose. Okay. okay. So Rose Hanbury is her name. Mm-hmm. But now she was besties with Kate Middleton. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh. Until there was allegedly a feud, mm-hmm. which was supposedly uh, the result of the Duke and Kate. Uh, they're getting it on. Yeah. There was some infidelity yeah. there. The feud escalators into uh, rumors of an affair after the Daily Mail then reports that both the royals and the Hanburys had considered legal action against the rumors, meaning... Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, that's where this stems from. There was, you know, a feud. Um, 
people were like, you know, hush hush about it. But that gets us to today where like, why is nobody talking about it? Because if there was whiffs of a um, affair with Meghan Markle, you better believe that that would be front page news. I mean, the way she walks in her shoes is commentary on a regular basis. Yeah. So that's a good point. You know, I mean, that that in and of itself just seems like uh, the main reason people were sort of, you know, talking about it in the last couple of days. But back to the original story about Prince William. I mean, I don't think anybody would be surprised, although would it not be mildly heartbreaking? Oh, my god! Especially gosh. when you consider what his very own oh, mother, mother went through. I mean, that's the thing that, you know, on a personal stand from a personal standpoint, like as I look at that story and I'm I know I'm not alone. I think people always felt so sad for Diana when we when you really knew sort of how tragic her actual real life was um, having been you know, in this marriage with a man who never really loved her and how that all sort of played out. And you would think that William and Harry, knowing what their mother went through and loving their mother as much as they do, might be thoughtful about what that does to a person Yeah, when you are married to them and you are not being faithful. But I also know that people have, human beings have this wonderful adaptation. Right. From evolution. Ability to tell themselves a different story. Called, I think there's a word for it, right? Um, it's a, does it sound like a river in Egypt? Denial mm-hmm. or yeah. justification or yeah. whatever you whatever you want to call it. Now, you know what is interesting to me is that I recall that we had a blind item recently. I believe you were on vacation, Bradley, when this blind item came out. And it sort of tickled the back of my mind. I was like, I feel like we had a royal affair blind item um now holly i'm gonna have you issue this because i think it's very i think it's interesting Hmm. yes so i think this blind item happened bradley when you were on vacation it has since been revealed but let me read you this blind item first published on march 31st here's your blind item So what does the palace do to the newspapers and tabloids in the countries they can't threaten when those tabloids talk about the royal affair? Well, they did manage to shut down the naked photos years ago, but that was a little easier because it involved nudity. It will be also interesting to see if anyone says anything about her ex that she has seen multiple times over the past two years. The ex never lost his hair. Yeah, I was here for that. Oh, you were here for that. March 31st for sure. Uh, what is interesting about that is that makes it sound like it is Kate Middleton yeah, that's that they are referring stepping to out on. on Will, which makes, you know, if that indeed is true, then who knows what type of arrangement they have? Um, because certainly within people's own marriages, they may have agreements. Well, about here's what, what we know. In Hollywood, nothing is real and everybody smokes. And very much in the same vein, I mean, royalty, they have to put on one face for the public mm-hmm. and then they've got their own private face. I don't know if you've been watching uh, or you're currently up to date on The Crown. I'm not. But you've watched enough to know mm-hmm. that they live separate lives. Exactly. Very often. So. From reality versus what is perceived. Exactly. By the public. And so. Just confirming once again, nothing is real and everyone smokes, not only in Hollywood, but also in the castles of Europe. Yes.
in the past. I don't know what the German counts do and things, but except for that one who held Zsa, Zsa Gabor upstairs with one oh, leg and Prince didn't tell her. Anhalt. Well, he bought his title. Yeah, he, he wasn't did. a real. He didn't. Yeah, but yeah. let's be honest. Most people with titles in the world have bought their titles. Yeah, that's true. Down the line, somewhere, including but not limited to this Marchioness lady. Yeah, what? Is, I don't even. What even is a Marchioness? That is the widow or wife of a Marquis. So is he married? She's married to a Marquis. She uh, must be either has been or was married to a Marquis. Or you are in and of yourself the female Marquis. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I sort of. I don't even know. You're either the wife of the fancy person with the title or you're the person with the title. I am so. The royal. It's complicated over there. All those titles, it's very confusing to me. I'm. I'm gonna have to. There's a whole series. Somebody needs to draw a picture. For I just me. watched this whole series on YouTube about um, which one is it. There's a title that they don't give out anymore, and you only got it if you were the basically the because um, it used to be your mistress. If you were mm-hmm. a royal and you had a mistress, uh-huh. um, you would get a title, or 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 if you were the like offspring of you the know, mistress, the mistress, uh-huh. you would get the title, um, or you did something amazing in war. That was like the two. But anyway, there is this title that Pete, they used to give out and then they stopped giving it out. But there's a few of them that are still alive and they're slowly but surely dying off. I think it might be dukedoms. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it is. What do you get with the title? Well, it just depends on what the title is. Oh, geez. I mean, oh, I don't have time boy. for this. I got to like a- chuck a book out of the library. Okay. I'm going to do that and read <laughs> no, up. No, you're not. No, I'm don't not. Lie. Okay. Well, we'll see. When's the last time you went to the library and checked out a book? Oh, I can't go to the library. Oh no! Why? Because because I owe a really big fine, and I'm I don't know. That's the problem. It's a lot. I'm too scared to go to the library. I haven't been to the library in Hennepin County since I was in high school. I'm pretty sure they're gonna like uh Hennepin County Library. If you're listening, please (laughs) shake down Colleen Lindstrom and Holly Roberts. Okay. Because you need to pay. I did that actually. Last year, didn't we talk about this? Yes. Yeah. Like two years ago, I actually paid off my like I had like a thirty dollar fine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure mine's going to be a lot more than that. Also, too, I do remember that conversation because I believe that it the trajectory was Bradley discovered something very new in the world, and it's a library. The library. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is Friday, which means we're going to cheat on our normally relatively healthy diets with something completely naughty. We're going to do it after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, it's Friday, you guys. I don't know if you noticed on your calendars, uh, it's the end of the week, which means we can throw caution to the wind on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, we can throw caution to the wind and try something that is not healthy for us at all. It's our cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day. Taste test. Let's put it in our mouth. Okay. I did not even know these existed. You didn't? No. Oh my God. These have been around for a while now, actually. Well, I didn't know that. But so here's the thing. We have this guy named Ryan. He works on a show before ours. We like to call it our... Warm up act. What does Lori and Julia call us? The warm up act. Yeah. So they're uh, our warm up mm-hmm. act, if you mm-hmm. will. Yes. Donna and, and Steve. Donna and Steve. And Ryan, uh, the producer on that show, dropped off some M&Ms for us. And they are each 
of the three peanut M&M flavors that are new. There is a Mexican jalapeno peanut M&M. There is an English toffee peanut M&M and a Thai coconut M&M. You really sold it just with the way you described it. Uh, So we have all three. Uh, Holly, we have layered them for you. I believe on top you have coconut. The coconut, the Thai coconut one. They're green. They are yeah. green and bluish. Yep. So the, the brown ones are the toffee and then the bottom ones are the jalapeno. Yes. Okay. So it looks like a big old M&M. Can you toss them over to me so I can <laughs> Which have Which one some? do you want to try I want to try the, well, we should all try a different one, I suppose. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Okay. I'll try the jalapeno. Okay. I would like to try the coconut one, please. Well, we will eventually, but right now, I think we each need to just go all in on one flavor. I put it in my mouth. Okay, Holly, tell us about the experience that you're having with the jalapeno M&M. I'm not having an experience. What? There's no jalapeno. Oh, there it is. Okay. In the back? Yeah, it it hides. It's on the back side? It's on the back side. Uh It's very subtle. And? It's fine. Like, there it is. In my mouth, the jalapeno peanut M&M. Like, would you want to keep eating these? I would if they were in front of my face. Oh, they will be. But I would not select You're these. making faces, Colleen, about the coconut. I'm sad. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're a coconut connoisseur, Colleen. Exactly. What do I love more than anything? Coconut. Mm-hmm. I was excited about this. I like the coconut part, but the Thai part is not working for There's me. There's Thai? It's Thai coconut peanut. So there's like a little bit of like a spicy experience ew, happening. Ew, grody. I'm not a fan. Did you eat it, Bradley? Mm-hmm. The Thai coconut. No, no he hasn't had the, that one yet. I did the English toffee peanut, oh. which is real good. And? Yeah, you like that one? Yeah, it's real um, toffee Englishy. I don't, maybe there isn't something extra in here, but it I just doesn't taste that good. I don't think there is because good. each of these have a nationality and I don't think there's an English spice happening in my... Ew, <laughs> that Thai coconut one. Blech. It's not good, right? I'm really I'm upset try about one. it. Here, I'm going to give it to you. No, I got it. Okay. F- oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, right? It's I, not good. I spit it out. Shampoo. I'm mad about that, you guys, because I on the poo. want more coconut in the world, but no, that is that's not, not good. good. That's nope. not right. That ain't that's right. Like, that's like, you know, masamang curry, and I don't need that with my M&Ms. Right. Mm-hmm. Try I think jalapeno. that that's my problem with it, is like... I want all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just a M&M experience with a hint of something else. But that was like, there was too uh, much happening. Uh, oh, geez. Uh-oh. Was that the jalapeno one? 
Okay, he's currently spitting it out in the garbage. Really? And you completed... Oh my God, that is nasty. You completed the Thai coconut journey? But that was nasty. I spit out the Thai coconut one. That one was nasty. Okay, I love it when Bradley says, this is (laughs) disgusting. Please taste it. Which one are you eating, Colleen? There are very few things I will spit out. Well, that this makes me nervous. I also got a wonky one. Can you look at this? Did you try the the that one? Oh God, that is rank. Okay, <laughs> all right. That one's not that bad. Right. The it rank bad. one's the coconut one. Okay. See, see, it's no, like that's not it's good. like jalapeno chips with your M and M. Nasty. I don't want the chocolate. Here, and you need a palate stuff cleanser. In there. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh. Oh! Yeah, see? <laughs> no, 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 no. The toffee one is equally unsettling. No. Oh, oh Colleen the just herped. One she just herped. Is like far <laughs> superior. I mean, but really. You should give those to people you hate. The English. They're bad. The English toffee ones. Of the three, ugh. it's the only one I would eat the, the bag of. Yeah, but an endorsement. You need to cleanse your palate, though. I'm putting a lot in my mouth to cleanse my palate because that was. Uh, that <laughs> The English toffee one is tolerable at best. But it's, it's at least it's a sweet experience. True. There's no spice. That was horrible. Holly, you did not adequately no. review those. No, you didn't adequately review the Thai coconut. That, that was, was the one that yeah. you wanted that I launched out of my mouth. I think and we should I, try them each again. And I ate durian candy on this show. Thank you oh, very much. I don't ever want to put any of the other ones in my mouth. I'm gonna put another one. I don't which one is this? Oh, it's the one you're uh oh. <laughs> Okay. So, for those of you who are just tuning in, we are currently. The jalapeno is not even edible. You don't want that jalapeno mouth. Like, <laughs> I don't want this jalapeno mouth. Okay. Or the, mine. Uh, we are trying these uh, flavored M and M's, peanut M and M's. There's an English toffee peanut one. There is a Mexican jalapeno peanut, which Bradley does not want jalapeno mouth. And then a Thai coconut peanut one. And the only one we think is even tolerable. Is the toffee one, and even that one's not that good. Even that it's one, it's just like ugh. it's just like sort of a like a sugary sweet, like a burnt sugary. Eminem, you failed us. Yeah, that was mean. You that was rude. Are... Yeah, they trolled us. Buy them for your enemies. Were those out just for April Fool's Day? Because no. <laughs> okay, mm. well that was a success. I just want to go around the office now and make people eat those. Yeah, let's just put them out and see how yeah. fast it, they go. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got. Uh, Lord and Lady D-Bag. Celebrities behaving badly. Olivia Munn is about to get an earful from Bradley Trainer. We've got some celebrities behaving badly that we would like to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and on our app. Have you, uh, you don't miss your opportunity to register to win a cruise for two. We are going to give one away at the end of April. Just go to the MyTalk 1071 app, register there. And thank you to our friends at Royal Caribbean, Bell Destinations, and Sun Country Airlines. Uh, and now, uh, Bradley Trainer, that's you. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. We're going to tell you about celebrities behaving badly that we call D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Just as I have washed the stink out of my mouth from those Ugh. nasty M&M's, Ooh. I have a fresh stink in my mouth, courtesy <laughs> of Olivia Munn. And kids, it's a stinker. So actually, I want to credit Holly Roberts to give credit where credit is due. Ha- Olivia Munn, have you paid attention at all to this 
um, vendetta she has against that website. That website. <clears throat> no, I have not. So she penned this short essay mm-hmm. on the quote ugly behaviors of the bleep girls, and I'm just saying bleep. It's not anything bad. It's f u g. But I don't like. I know myself enough to yeah. know that I can't be trusted with those three letters because they sound too similar to something else. But. That um, website, the website that they run is actually famous and has been for years. They take apart celebrity fashion. Uh-huh. It's called, isn't it called Go Bleep Yourself? Yeah. But it's F-U-G, right? Yep. It's not Correct. a... Correct. Yeah. hmm Holly will say it. It's not a technical naughty term. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But Holly, it's supposed Holly to can sound... Say it. It's supposed to sound like it's kind of naughty. It sounds like pug. Yeah. 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 No, it's fine. Um, I just don't want to say it. So... Anyway, she she goes after them. I mean, it's Heather Cox and Jessica Morgan uh-huh. from the website, um, and she she penned this, you know, um, as I said, short essay that really takes them to task and sort of pulls in, you know, like the Me Too sort of debasing of women, like the way the media has sort of framed, uh, like framed women in general but specifically you know their surfaces their looks their clothes all of those things it's not to say that olivia munn doesn't have some points but the targeting of these two women in particular has really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way Uh because um first of all these particular women are kind of like it's like the right argument for the, with the wrong people. Right. 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 Like she is go, barking up the wrong tree. Because perhaps. it does. I mean, some, I'm sure that some of the points she makes are are good points. They're just being made in the wrong to the wrong audience. So can I can I just read a little bit? Do I we wish have you enough? would. OK. Yeah. I mean, my I don't even if we don't get to my D bag today, no big deal. OK. She says, I've always believed that when you choose a career, she, she does this thing where she justifies. She's like, I know that I'm in a in the spotlight. Right. Um, she knows she's like, I signed up for some of this, like signing autographs, taking pictures when you can, because you shouldn't ask people to recognize you in your work and then not be grateful that they do. Another part of what you sign up for is to accept critics with the understanding that their job is to review and critique, sometimes positively, sometimes not. Um, it's silly to put subjective work out in the public sphere and, you know, get upset when people have opinions. Um, she says, side note, this doesn't apply to the select messy journalists who throw out baseless musings as if they're facts. So she, I don't know who that's directed towards. And then she goes on to say, but then there's this whole other group of people like and named specifically Heather Cox and Jessica Morgan, who don't fit into either of the aforementioned groups, fans or legitimate critics. These two women run the blog. Go bleep yourself. That rates celebrity fashion by their own personal standards of what's bleeply bleeping bleeply mm-hmm. and what's not for years. Fashion policing celebrity has been an accepted form of mainstream media critique, even though it's mainly focused on females and not men which ultimately contributes to the perpetual minimization of women and propagates the idea that their worth is predominantly tied to their looks. So again, that seems like a valid criticism, right? But then she really makes it all about these women and not, not specifically for what they're doing, but just assumes that you understand that they are the worst incarnation of this particular experience, which any follower of this website or people who love to dish on celebrities would be like, yeah, 
of the things that are currently happening on the internet, these two women aren't the problem. It sounds to me like she had some sort of axe to grind with them to begin with. And then she put like a thin veneer of an argument over it to cloak the fact that she just really wants to go after them. And the key, yes. And the key is here that she is punching down. She's not punching up. And we've always said, you know, like, because we criticize people all the time. Right. We go after celebrities all the time. Right. Now we try to be, you know, I mean, sometimes we're just boobs and jerks about it. Yep. Sure. Yep. And we'll usually tell you if we're being jerks or we're just being immature. We're usually aware of it. We're, yeah. So, like, but that's different than if you and I, like, for example, let's say, I don't know, there's this guy, Bob, and Bob writes us an email and says, Uh, I love you guys. And we're like, oh, that Bob, he's such an ugly troll. Why would he write us an email? He's so nasty. Yeah. Like if we we started talking smack about uh, a listener. Right. That would just be like, that's just not called for. Right. 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 But part of our job is to sort of punch up at celebrities. And, you know, I'm not trying to compare us to Olivia Munn insofar as I'm trying to say what she should be doing in the grand scheme of things is yes, talk about the issue, mm-hmm. but don't specifically punch down on women who are perhaps below you in uh, the industry that you're, you know. When you have the larger platform and the larger yeah. microphone and you have the better name recognition, Olivia Munn, you don't go after somebody who doesn't have the platform and the name recognition and the career that you have, you can, you can be critical of people who are perceived to be equal or above you, but you can't, this is just, this is in poor taste, right? Yeah. And there are, you know, there are no, there's no shortage on the internet of examples that she could have pulled out people. Like, I mean, think of all the, you know, um, men on Twitter who've said nasty things to women right? or, you know, routinely objectify women in a way that's not helpful. Why she chose to, to go after these particular women just that I think has rubbed people the wrong way, very much the wrong way. And then it opens her up to what I enjoy, uh-huh. which is a whole another set of uh, activity on the Internet, which is hypocrisy outing. Right. And when, when somebody uh, goes spelunking into the caverns of your old tweets and pulls out some sort of something that goes against the argument that she's making right now, which people have done, right? Yeah, exactly. And I want to pull up this one. So Bobby Finger, do you know Bobby Finger? I don't, not well. Uh, Actually, at all. I don't know. <laughs> he's He does that. I think it's a podcast, Who Weekly. Okay. They do a lot of celebrity coverage that we probably referenced over the years. But he pulled up this quote from 2009 or this tweet from 2009 from Olivia Munn, which says simply, fat people get their own parking spot. And there's a link to an article wow. on her website. I don't know what the article is. Um, and then other people went on to like find other like hateful things that she has said, which just again, it's like that whole thing of like if you're going to go after people, you have to be very careful about who you're going after, especially in this culture. And what's especially sort of add add uh, or what makes it even not worse, but. This echoes something that just happened earlier this week. You'll remember with someone we love very much, Lizzo, uh-huh. when she couldn't 
take a bad review right. and sort of punch down, not on specific uh, individuals, but on people who their job for a living is music reviewers. And she kind of just expected them to do the impossible. And so it's like, what what's with this, like not being able to take criticism? Right. Well, that's I mean, honestly, I kind of think that's a sign of our times right now, um, because that the the art of criticism, the art of of um, uh, constructive criticism, the art of, you know, giving people another perspective, uh, another perspective on their behavior or their art or whatever it's a lot it's lost because we've all sort of started to go no i am who i am and i will have the opinions i have and that's fine but you also do have to recognize that all of that you don't exist in a vacuum yeah other people experience that as well and they're entitled to their reaction to it right and so olivia munn if she's got an axe to grind with them or whatever and this is how she's decided to let it out people are going to react to it that's just the world we live in yeah you can't have it any other way. So I just think if you're a celebrity like Eliz- or Olivia Munn, if I'm Olivia Munn, I just put, you know, I frequently put myself in the shoes of high profile celebrities. It's fun to do. Don't right? you? Um, I'm not, I am not attacking individuals unless it's a blatantly obvious thing or they are doing something heinous. Maybe she believes that those girls are doing, maybe something, she says, women or maybe, are doing something heinous, but, or maybe they said something that about her. Yeah. That she didn't like. But even if that if that is then the realization, I go to myself, self, you're an adult, even if they're not being adults. Right. And your mother always told you. Take you the high road. Take the high road. Mm-hmm. Be the better person. But but to your point, we do live in a culture now where, and we're being overly broad and I'm sure overly histrionic about it, but oftentimes it just seems like people are, you know, the whole this whole clapback culture. Yep. Like there to me, there is nothing noble in attacking someone who has attacked you. Um, You might think you're defending yourself, but like in the grand scheme of things, when you get to the end of your life, will you feel that, you know, um, saying something snarky to a troll on Twitter was really the best use of your time? Right. I don't know. Right. And we I mean, yes. And we all run afoul of that from time to time. But in but in the broad view also, has Olivia Munn said anything since this? She responded a and what little about bit. The, but what about the others, the people, the the women who she's attacking? Um, I don't think they've specific. I shouldn't say that. I don't know if they have specifically spoken out. I was looking at um, Olivia Munn's. Uh, I want to pull up her account really quickly because she did have one response, which I thought was interesting. She says, uh, I never. Oh, so somebody called her out. A lot of people have been saying, like, girl, this is maybe not the hill you want to, you know, or the. What's the phrase? The hill you want to die on? Yeah. I find somebody said, I find this very mis- misguided. The, the bleep girls do not body shame. Criticizing celebrity outfits has been a national pastime since Joan Rivers started yelling, who are you wearing at people on the red carpet? Um, in my opinion, we don't need to get woke about the bleep girls. And Olivia responded by saying, I never did. I never said they body shame, but I did address your next point. Maybe you need to get woken up to make sure you're fully reading and comprehending before responding. Okay. So that's that's about the only response that she's had. She's having a defensive moment. We're just going to walk over here. I do. I would like to suggest to her, though, if she would get into baking, I think she could have a lovely bakery called Olivia Munn's Buns. Great. That's all. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. That's your takeaway.
After that thought, no, I had a whole bunch of takeaway, but I just had to get that out of my mouth. When we come back, we got to get the Cobra gang together because Black China is allegedly going to Harvard. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What? Um, no. Exactly. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. I don't know about you, but yesterday when I saw the headline, Black China is going to take a... Harvard business course. I was like, what world are we living in? This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I mean, first Kim is trying to be a lawyer, which I'm actually here for, but then black China got into Harvard. What? That was weird. Right. When we saw this headline, I mean, it's, I guess not beyond the realm of possibility that black China would want to, you know, I want to, Take some courses, further some education. Well, Harvard has no idea who Black China is, nor uh, the actual Black China who goes by the name of Angela White. Mm-hmm. Neither of those names uh, are connected to the actual Harvard are Business School registered online. for the next uh, class. So here's what's so fascinating about this story. I love this because this is going to sound very familiar to you. So. Here's what I will say. The update to the story is that Black China is not, and this comes courtesy of TMZ, and I don't, unless she says otherwise at this point, which I haven't seen anything from her, I, I don't see why we can't um, take TMZ at their word. Right. Well, they they broke the story in the first place. They did. And so. by the way, we'll get to that. 2.07 p.m. Pacific time. Black China is not coming close to sniffing a degree or certificate from Harvard. The school is totally disavowing her. So here's what they told TMZ. Quote, Harvard Business School Online has not admitted nor provided an acceptance letter to a person named Angela White. Well, the reason that's shocking is because originally Black China furnished a letter to TMZ, which says, um, among other things, that she had been accepted to Harvard's Business School Online, along with the statement that where I'm now, where I'm at now is a stage of realization and growth. I want to be a great I want to be great for myself and my kids. School is going to help me take things up a couple notches. People are always talking about me. Might as well talk about the good. I'm excited for the next chapter. So, okay, which all sounds great. That all right? sounded great, right? Well, it turns out Harvard was like, yeah, no. Well, that's weird. And Black China hasn't responded. But, like, why would she do that? I don't she know. She furnished some kind of acceptance letter to TMZ originally. It was so bizarre. So did she just make this up out of whole cloth? Oh, no. But wait, there's more. By the way, did we do the Cobra Gang? Oh, no, we didn't. Let's throw Let's it in there throw for the good Cobra measure. Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. So hot on the trail of Black China and her missing Harvard Business College, uh, Harvard College Business College online 
scandal. Clearly, we didn't get into this actual college either. <laughs> Harvard Business School. It was not the Harvard English School online either. Anyway, according to sources, the street's the place to go. But I won't sing that song. What I will tell you is that this is the work of a PR firm. Oh. Tell me more. Yeah, tell me more. Okay, so apparently, according again to TMZ, she got an email pitch. Okay. Black China got an email pitch. From a PR firm. From uh, somebody named Christian Emiliano. Okay. So China learned about this course from Christian Emiliano, who apparently refers to himself as a social media renaissance man. Put a pin in that name because we need to do some yeah, research. right. Christian Emiliano, social media renaissance man, made the following pitch via email to Black China that she allegedly bit on. Okay. Quote, for $3,250, our team will complete all the coursework for you. All you have to do is take one test. We will provide you the study guide and then take credit for the program. Once completed, Black China could add the Harvard education to her resume and improve her brand. And it gets better. Or as we say, but wait, there's there's more. more. Quote, you can go on the Harvard campus and take a picture with a Harvard hoodie on. You can post updates on your Snapchat and Instagram story. Um, As for where the $3,250 goes, $2,250 is for the course. $1,000 is for us to complete the entire course for you. Does that sound familiar? Um, hold on. Let me just. I'm running through the. TikTok, was Lori Laughlin involved in this? Exactly. What? Isn't that the weirdest thing ever? Well, it's weird too because I'm trying to figure out, like, then who invented this whole story? Because I highly doubt that. Like, what is in it for that rent that social media renaissance man? Uh, Do you see what Christian's I'm saying, Emiliano? Yeah, money. Like, was he, was he hi- like hired by Harvard? I mean, what's the point of that? I guess is what I'm saying. So the, he's just basically saying, like, I'll, I just want to make money off of taking this class for you, and then you'll say that you have this degree that you don't really have because I took the class for you, and then the money is just what she pays him. Yeah, yeah. that is. Isn't that crazy? Weird. That there are things like that that she would say like, oh, okay. What a weird pitch. What a strange. So the bottom line is this. No black China is not going to Harvard. Uh, I, you know, who knows now what I would be curious about. And this is what I want to know is did TMZ ask Harvard if this guy was registered in a class? Well, yeah, that's interesting. Or if he had someone now, I you can find if you look online, I'm looking through Christian Emiliano and he has a bunch of accounts that have been suspended. Like his Twitter account looks like it was suspended. But on LinkedIn, he lists if this is the same one, he lists himself as a relationship advice contributor at BallerAlert.com. Oh, well, there's that. If you ask me, where do I see myself in the next 15 years? I will gladly tell you living out my dreams and doing whatever I set my mind on. By using my natural gift of gab to network my way through numerous industries, I am slowly carving out my own lane. Okay. So he sounds like he's just a person who's trying to make a name for himself in the world. And he uh, took Black China and everybody for a ride in the process. Now, Black China has not responded to this. 
as of the recording of this particular episode. I am. This is fascinating because this is like something we've never heard yet. Yeah. This is like a, 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 a whole different way to fleece celebrities out of. Yeah. Money. Like, we'll take a course for you. And you know, also the, only the thing timing I can... of it is kind of interesting, right? That the it's only... right on the heels of the uh, college admission scandal. The only thing I can think is that it would just be faked. Like he would fake a the certificate and give her a test. Because like, I don't know how you would actually get Harvard. Like I don't get how that works. Like how, what was right. the... That's what I'm trying Nobody to figure out. Nobody was doing the due diligence right. here, At clearly. At which point, like, where in this chain is the breakdown? Where does the lie start, I guess, is what, what yep. we're trying to figure out. And, like, was she totally snowed? Like, did she actually think? So maybe she's not really the most guilty party. Maybe she really did think, like, this is all on the up and up. Oh, I can just pay $3,200 yeah. to take some... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I saying. I was born at night, but... I know, but... Anyway, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, yesterday we did the best TV theme songs. What's the worst TV theme song? This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank. What if I told you there's a credit card that's made for every kind of foodie? That's why I'm excited to share the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa signature card with you today. Cardholders get four times the points on restaurant deliveries, takeout orders, and dine-in meals. Yeah, you can rack up points when you eat out or you order in. Plus, the card gets you two times points on groceries, even delivery, streaming services, and gas or EV charging station pit stops. And if you apply today at usbank.com slash altitude go, you'll earn 20,000 bonus points after spending $1,000 within the first 90 days. You deserve a credit card that gives you more and more and more. Apply to become an Altitude Go cardholder at usbank.com slash altitude go. The creditor and issue of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. Some restrictions may apply. Welcome to mile 12,002. Your dog just locked you out on a cross-country road trip. Fortunately, your Tucson comes with available Hyundai digital key. So your compatible smartphone is all you need to get back on the road. When it comes to smooth sailing, we're thinking of every mile. The new Hyundai Tucson. It's your journey. Test drive the new Tucson at your nearest Hyundai dealer or learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.